Welcome to this week's Screen Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service, and I cover uh, DuPage, Kane, and Kendall counties. Uh, it is now into early April, and as I had talked probably a show three or four back, the fact that you can begin to uh, plant out uh, some of the very hardy vegetables, I again wanted to uh, go over and remind or repeat some information about what we talk about is uh, the average frost-free date and the absolute frost-free date. Um, and the average frost-free date for around here is somewhere about May 5th. On that day, and if we use May 5th as the day, on May 5th, there's still a 50-50 chance of having a frost or a light freeze. So we use that date then to base our plantings that go out earlier and those plantings that go out later from that May 5th uh, time frame. So our average frost-free date is May 5th. Many garden centers... Um, will justifiably tell you to wait uh, at least two more weeks after that uh, or towards June 1st before you put a lot of plants out. They don't want you to buy stuff from them, take it home, and then have cold weather freeze and kill it. Uh, you're not a happy person. There may not be replacements when you go back to the garden center, uh, but if you're gardening on your own at home and, uh, and, and, and uh, enjoy doing that, uh, you probably already know about the average frost-free date, but that's how where that came from. That's how, how come we plant the way we do. Uh, so uh, we have um, uh, four different groups of vegetables that we talk about, those that are very hardy um, though, and, and things like that. They, they would go out somewhere between three to four, four to six weeks before the average frost-free date, and that can either go out as a seed or as a transplant. So in ex just a couple examples, uh, cabbage, for example, would go out uh, as a transplant uh, that early. Uh, if you were sowing, say, leaf lettuce or spinach, those kinds of things, those would also go out that early into the soil. So this, it, so it's clearly very weather dependent. Uh, we have excessive rains in the soils; it's extremely wet. Um, maybe we, maybe we might be able to go out and get our transplants in, but maybe we don't or can't sow our vegetable seeds that early because of the condition of the soil. Uh, and there's ways and tricks around that as well. But uh, that's one of the things we have to to work around. It clearly is the weather. The next group of vegetables that we talk about are considered frost tolerant. And those are vegetables that stand and tolerate uh, a light frost um, um, and, are, and are able to, again, survive that and continue to grow. And they'll grow in those colder soils. And an example there might be uh, sowing radishes from seed or putting out, uh, say, cauliflower transplants. So you have that uh, frost-tolerant group, and there are many, many other seeds and transplants that can go out in any of these time frames. I'm just giving a couple examples here. Um, on the tender vegetables, those typically go out um, on that frost-free date. Those are the vegetables or those are the flowers that you put out that you scurry out uh, after dinner and throw the old bed sheet over or the comforter over or burlap because there's a chance of frost that night and you don't want your things damaged. Those are those tender vegetables that we or perennials or flowers that we talk about in the springtime. That's what we're 
that's the ones we're talking about there in terms of being a tender vegetable. And again, they go out uh, on that frost-free date or about the frost-free date. And we're talking about things like snap beans from seed. We're talking about setting out uh, our tomato transplants. And I mentioned before that uh, so often we set our tomatoes and our peppers out at the same time, and we're cheating ourselves on uh, getting our tomatoes earlier if we set those out when it's proper weather for our peppers, which are in the next group of plants, or we set our peppers and tomatoes out at the proper time for tomatoes, and then our peppers suffer. So uh, tomatoes are one of those plants that go out uh, on the frost-free date. And then the last group we talk about are what we call warm-loving vegetables, and those are the ones that either by seed or by transplant require warm soil temperatures and warmer air temperatures to really take off and grow. Uh, and those would be like our cucumbers, for example. Most of our vine crops came from a part of the world that was uh, very, very warm. So they need those warmer soil temperatures. So all the vine crops, but as an example here, cucumbers uh, um, uh, would be a good one. Uh, they need to go in a couple weeks after the average frost rate date. And this is where our peppers come in. Peppers like warmer temperatures than tomatoes. So... Uh, you can be sure to get your – you might buy them together at the garden center, but just don't plant them out in the garden at the same time. So think about that. Uh, buy your peppers and your tomatoes together in time, to put the pepper, in time to put the tomatoes out, but hold back for a couple more weeks before you set the peppers out. Um, and uh, the tomatoes and the peppers will reward you with more product and uh, be much happier and healthier as a result of that, uh, of that effort. So – when we, again, those, those groups are very hardy, frost-tolerant, tender, and warm-loving, and we talk about the f- average, the average frost-free date of, of May 5. Uh, gardeners, of course, are gamblers, uh, and we plan accordingly. We sow our seeds. We grow our transplants uh, in hopes that we hit the right window. We might have to hold on to those transplants uh, an extra few days some years before they go out in the garden because the weather is just inappropriate. Or we plan for putting them out uh, on May 5th and find out we could have uh, put them out a week earlier, but they did, at that point they weren't ready. So we, we adjust. Well, gardeners are good at that. So that's what happens when we talk about uh, those, those four categories for putting out our vegetables every year. The other thing that happens that I didn't uh, didn't uh, necessarily continue on here, but after you've got your warm-loving vegetables in two, three weeks after the average frost-free date, um, we can begin what we call our succession plantings. Um, we've we've had uh, our snap beans in for already uh, a couple, three weeks. Uh, it would be appropriate then to after. After, after we've got our warm-loving vegetables, and to go ahead and plant some additional snap beans, for example. Uh, this provides a succession of planting. Uh, our first snap beans are going to uh, mature, flower, and have pods, and we'll be harvesting those. You will have uh, another set of smaller uh, immature uh, bean plants coming along that will then also mature, flower, and begin to set seed. Uh, are set pods, and by that time, your first planting of beans are are done and over with. They've their production has has slowed to the point where it's no longer time time worthy to go out and go through the whole row only to find six or eight uh, snap beans. 
But the second planting then, the succession planting, has come along and done quite nicely. And you can do beans two or three times during the season. Uh, your spring radishes that went in, you can turn around and do, uh, we call them fall radishes, but it's really the spring radishes replanted. So that's something you can do. So keep those things in mind as you begin your early gardening this year. This has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again next week.